Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I have dry bars. Balls so dry. They explode like dust. Suck my balls. Suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy. Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry, I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That one. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them drag, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt balls. What is that? It's my balls. Not get it, Carmen. How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was. How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Carson? Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition. Check check my balls. A South Park review brought to you by thebakeboysclub.com. Visit thebakeboysclub.com for all the freshest threads for my homies who've got dreads, for my boys who like to drive Benz, and for those who follow the dread head phase craze and trends, head over thebakeboysclub.com. Use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD at your order. Check out. You'll save 15% off your order. Check my balls pad, which is what you're listening to right here. So visit thebakeboysclub.com. Not just a brand. It's a lifestyle. Guys, we're back. We got sponsors now for another edition of Suck My Balls. I'm your host on the scene where the air is clean. I'm lighting up green. Your boy, MSG, each and every week. I'm joined by two guys who like to give it their hardest try. And, uh, you know, they like to get a little high. And uh, that's why we're sponsored by the Big Boys Club. But first off, this guy has been working all night. He's been uh, got his eyes on the prize. He's looking to take to the air and not be a square. He's really working to get that green. And he's really looking to, you know, be a little obscene, ladies and gentlemen. Jackson. Skip it, skip it, skip it, skip it, skip it. 
What's up, dude? How you doing? Welcome back. Another day of paradise, brother. Living life, enjoying it. Let's get those sweat stains out of the pits. Been working hard in the gym. It's on the pump. It's on the grind. Of course, you saw, like, you, you've been texting me since like 2 o'clock this morning. You were like, yeah, I've been up since 2. Watching the stocks. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, shout out to our boy Elon Musk. Doge train. Keep putting it out there. Dog. Yeah, Papa Musk. Taking us to Mars, baby. Uh, yeah. So, like, <laughs> if you could go ahead and someone could clip this and send this to Elon Musk, we'd appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, of course, we are joined by our third guy who, uh, who's been with us for, like, 30, 40 episodes, no lie. And he's also sporting his new threads from the Bake Boys Club, ladies and gentlemen. I went to his house yesterday, and he was eating chicken and pizza. Dirty Joe Ranola! I'm still kind of scarred. Like, it's you guys are lucky it's a podcast because Scoop was sharing his screen, and it was a dick pic, and I'm yeah. just all kinds of scarred. He was like... Oh he was like, oh, oh accidentally, here's my penis. And we were like, <laughs> sorry, dude. Oh, is that my accident? I didn't mean to do that. Oh, did I actually do that? That's my penis. That's my dick. <laughs> Just hanging out. <laughs> Just hanging out. It reminds me of this time I was over at uh, Ann's house, and she and her boyfriend took naughty pics, and she was just on her computer. Oh, oops. Was that a uh, wrong file? Sorry. Didn't mean to show you this eight-inch deck. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> We're here to talk about South Park. Because, man, that was a, a little bit of a tangent to start this podcast off. For those of you who have never listened to Suck My Balls, we review South Park podcasts in linear fashion. That means we take you episode by episode in order. And today we have brought to you one of our favorites. I know that I don't even have to ask the guys because it's just a cult classic of South Park itself. It is the 59th episode overall. It is called The Fourth Grade. And if you haven't caught on by now, it's also our 62nd episode. This episode aired on November the 8th of 2000. Boys deal with a strict brand new teacher as they enter the fourth grade, as well as we finally get the conclusion to the five-part, I guess you might say, cut, spread out over five-episode arc of Mr. Garrison's sexuality transformation. So to get started here, guys... It starts off like kind of a surreal moment. It kind of takes you back as a child of adolescence, even so much so a couple of years ago when I was back in college, right when you're about to enter that class for the first time and you're holding your backpack and you're about to embark on a brand new chapter in your life. Well, here we are, dude, the first day of fourth grade. Yeah, no more getting pushed around by fourth graders. Get out of my way, you little dorks. Hey, we're fourth graders now, too. Yeah, but now we're fifth graders, you stupid fourth graders, so move it. Okay, dude. Dude, we gotta find some third graders to beat up. Hey, come here. What? What grade are you going into? Third. Stupid third grader? Yeah, get out of here! Oh. There, that's better. As the boys are standing outside, excited and ready to enter the fourth grade, right? And it starts off with them. They're pretty excited. They're like, man, it's gonna be so cool. We're, we don't have to be third graders anymore. And then the fifth graders come up and they beat, start pounding on them. And they're like, hey, what are you doing? We're fourth graders too. And they're like, yeah, but we're fifth graders now. And then Cartman's like, well, we had to find some third graders. So they find some third graders and they're like, hey kid, are you, what grade are you in? Third grade. And then they, Cartman punches him. <laughs> yeah, that feels better. So they wanted to continue that systemic violence there, that cycle of violence, right? Because they got mm -hmm. picked on. 
And then we find out that, well, later on here, guys, that they've got a brand new teacher and it, they've decided that, you know, they want to take control of the brand new year, right? That they're going to be in charge. They're going to exert their dominance. So before beginning the class, they come up with the idea that 835, that everyone's going to jump up on top of their desk, pull down their pants and shout, kick my ass. And uh, they decide uh, it's all great, great. Even Butters, though, in this scene is yeah. fucking hysterical because yeah, he is so funny. To see Butters' true personality come out. We've seen him like in the meteor shower episode, two guys naked in a hot tub, where he's, like, well, come on, Stan, what do you, why, why would you do that, Stan, or why would they do it? Right? We've seen him come out and have his little moments, but this is the first mm-hmm. all of Mr. of Butters where he's like, well, do we pull down our pants and show our front, or do we show our behind? Or do we show our behind with our our front sticking out, kind of like a what is it? A little fruit a, bowl. A little fruit bowl. <laughs> yeah. Stan's, Stan's like, I think just pulling down our pants and showing our ba- our backside will be sufficient enough, Butters. All right. Hey, listen up, everybody. We need to stand up to this new teacher and insert ourselves. Let's all do something radical. Like what? Like, how about right at eight thirty-five, we all jump up on our desk, pull down our pants, and shout, "Kiss my ass!" All together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's perfect. But when we pull our pants down, should we stand front ways or back? I mean, do we show our behinds or our wieners? I think showing our asses will be quite sufficient, Butters. Uh, maybe we could stand like this, but with our wieners poking through the back of our legs, you know, and give her a nice fruit bowl. Yeah, or we could just show our asses. Okay. Okay. So, class... Okay. Right. Bell rings. They go into class. They open up the new fourth grade class. They see shiny new desks, shiny new equipment. And the kids get a little distracted because the brand new teacher, Miss Chokes on Dick, has some very large breasts. And she does not wear a bra. So her boobs hang low. They travel to the floor. She can tie him in a knot. She can tie him in a bow. She can throw him over shoulders because her boobs hang low. I don't know the rest of the song. Yeah. Uh, but there you go. Uh, she can – that just came up out of nowhere. But, yes, yeah, she's got very large boobs. She has a boobs. So the kids are so shocked by this that they don't know how to react. So when 835 runs, pulls around, the only person that's ready and waiting for it is Cartman. So Cartman jumps up on top of him to kiss my ass, teacher! <laughs> kiss my ass! A week, you guys. Seriously weak. Well, young man, I hope you have a good explanation for this. Oh, I'm sure I do. This is the fourth grade. You need to grow up. I'm trying. Now get back to your desk and write a thousand-word essay on why you feel you need to disrupt my class. Fantastic, then. And nobody else does it. Ah, damn it. And so she, she scolds him. Yep, you're right. <laughs> you know, do you think that's funny? No, I don't. Oh, you're going to write a thousand-word essay on why the blah, blah, blah. Uh, yep, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so Cartman is punished, and... She explains that the fourth grade will be different and that the children are all frightened. So Cartman, uh, now with the uh, letter, he's kind of pissed, obviously. We'll get to that further. But as we mentioned, Ms. Chokes on Dick is depicted as a, as we wrote here, a middle-aged woman with disgustingly saggy pendulous breasts that she neither notices nor is ashamed of, which, an ironic twist, none of the children also notice as well. And as well as the the name, um, you know, Miss chokes on dick. Now they will eventually notice the name later, but not right now. 
because I think, well, actually, no, I guess not. Because Stan makes fun of her later and says, Miss makes me sick. He's just rhyming off of her name. He's not actually yeah. saying jokes on Dick. That's true. You're right. Uh, so Cartman eventually makes the children realize they're on the playground that they're had a better life guys in the third grade and he breaks out into a song and dance which is great uh the like little cry on the last note is so good too yeah only now do we realize how much we all took the third grade for granted huh everything was great in third grade and now that it's all over we're starting to see just how special it was Remember how it used to be in the third grade? We used to laugh and play and cherish each day in the third grade. We learned wondrous things from our teachers so nice. Sat on marshmallow desks with teddy bear smiles. The world seemed to all make sense. But that sense seems to slowly fade after third grade. In third grade we used to write with crayons We would make sparkly pictures with glitter and glue We had warm cookies and hearts full of love And there wasn't a care in the world for me or for you There's not a thing in this life that I wouldn't trade Just to go back for one minute to third grade <laughs> Wow! I had already forgotten how great third grade was. Right, so, and then Clyde starts crying. <laughs> I want to go back to the third grade. <laughs> Clyde breaks out crying shit. Yeah. So, they decide that, like, it's their idea that they should go back to the future. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, they do it all the time on TV. It can't be that hard. So who can we help <clears throat> us go back to the future? And they're like, well, we can always act. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Go to the, to the past. Uh, who can we ask? To help us, and uh, it's uh, two scientific Trekkies that they both they they realized in the neighborhood that are diehard Star Trek fans. That and they're always, of course, they're nerds in college, so they can help them create a time machine. So they go ask them to help create a time machine so they can return to the third grade. Now, initially, they're like, you know, you know, a couple things to you know do space travel. There's uh, What's the first one? He says, uh, oh, you could do Superman's theory where you fly around the world and reverse time that way. <laughs> and then there's the second theory where you rip time and space. And he says in second in, in the second one in theory is possible, which he's technically true, right? By I think it's by Christopher uh, Reeves. Is that who is the guy in the wheelchair? Was that not Reeves? That's yeah, yeah. Confused. That's the same guy? Or Christopher yeah. Yeah. Or you mean Stephen Hawking? Stephen yeah. Hawking. There you go. Stephen Hawking. I mean, because Christopher Reeve was Superman, Superman. and was I'm in getting a all the guys too. in wheelchairs mixed up. And in the time. I'm sorry. Not that I'm trying to. They're both intelligent guys. I'm just getting them both mixed up here. Uh, but yeah, Stephen Hawking's and, and of course we're talking. They're, about they're both gonna rise from the dead to haunt you for getting <laughs> them mixed up. No, I'm not because I mentioned Christopher Reeve's in yeah. context, so I think he'll he'll be fine and he'll fight for my rights. Um, so Christopher Reeves is, of course, the Superman he was referencing at the time, and Stephen Hawkins' theory on the black hole and time, space, and whatever. So I'm not a fucking physicist here, okay? So eventually, <laughs> they decide that the best way to do so would be through Timmy's wheelchair. Um, so while that's going on, we then cut over to the principal's office, and it's Mr. Mackey and uh, Principal Victoria as well as Chef and they're explaining to Chef 
that they do not not that they don't like miss chokes on dick but that they are definitely appalled more than the children are because the children don't notice that she's got very large breasts. Now they're trying to explain this to Chef, and Chef's like, "That sounds like a good time, baby. Like that don't sound." Oh bad no! To me. <laughs> oh no! Uh, uh, mm, it, it's really not that good, Chef. <laughs> Which is a twist because eventually he's gonna hit he's that. He's like, shit. "Yeah, yeah." He hits that man. It's kind of easy. He hits that, but you know, good. So eventually he's gonna hit that later. But apparently, you know, we'll get into the further the set of the. Uh, <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> just go. Just go just ahead. Go, go away. Just Whoa, walk he's away. Really good at walk away. Just walk away. Just walk away. Whoa, he's really away. good at this. He's really, wow, good, at this. really good at this. <laughs> just walk away. Just walk away. <laughs> it's so Don't good. do this. Just <laughs> walk away. <laughs> so they decide when this chokes on Dick, she walks in. So she reports to Principal Victoria and uh, Mr. Mackey and Chef. What's the problem? Uh, you see, Chef, Miss Chokes on Dick has very large uh, honkers, and she doesn't seem to like wearing a bra. You got that a problem? That sounds like a heaven to me. No, it's really not as nice as you might imagine, Chef. Mm-hmm. And she tells them she's unable to teach the children. And, you know, Miss Victoria is like, well, Last year's teacher had no problem. They, you know, they were fine. One of them is mentally handicapped, right? And she's like, what which the- one? Yeah, which one? <laughs> They're like, which the one, one in the wheelchair? Which one? Oh, you know what? You also, I forgot. You reminded me when they were talking about the beginning of the episode, when they were talking about pulling down their pants, they were like, hey, someone's going to have to help Timmy. And they're like, we got you back, Timmy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was good too. Uh, but yes, yeah, so uh, Miss Gares or Miss, uh, I'm sorry, Miss Chokes on Dick says, "Well, I'd like to meet the teacher," and they're like, "Well, we don't, we haven't talked, uh, we don't know what happened, Mr. Gares. Okay, uh-huh. uh, we we haven't seen him in a while. Okay, uh, so she's unable to get any information out of them at this time. Now, the next day in class, the children, of course, begin their plan of traveling back to third grade. Now they've you know worked with the Trekkies, they built a time machine, they got Timmy's wheelchair. They're all set up. So the next day in class, <laughs> the plan get they're starting this up, and they're like. Ha-ha, shira, shira, you are, teacher. We are going back to the third grade. Suck my balls. Yeah, teacher, suck my balls. Which, by the way, I'm going to use some of those clips for our brand new intro. I can't wait until the teacher yells at us this time, and we all tell her to suck our balls. Yeah! Oh, here she comes. All right, children, I hope you all did your homework last night. Please pass your papers up to the front. Suck my balls! Oh, God damn it, you guys. I'm so seriously. I said, pass your papers to the front. We didn't do our homework, Miss Makes Me Sick. We didn't feel like it. It's chokes on dick, and you are all going to have detention. Haha, <laughs> Shiraj, you are, teacher. I'm afraid we have different plans. Gentlemen? Primary fusion initiated. Molecular chronicine active. Uh-huh. What are you doing? We're going back in time to the third grade. Goodbye, teacher. Perhaps we shall see you in another year. Haha. <laughs> Ta-da! So there were some good suck my balls moments in this part and at, at, throughout the episode. <laughs> So, uh, the they light up. Uh, the, you see the Trekkie kit, the guys in the back. I don't know how they got into the school. Just adults are able to. I guess that the kids chaperoned them in. And I guess this is early two thousands, but in twenty twenty one, those adults definitely would not. Right. 
this school. Uh, but they're just in the back with their fucking like uh, controllers, and they get into an argument over like uh, how many episodes there is in Star Trek and shit. And the, they drop the controllers. So Timmy takes off, crashes through the wall. The boys realize that Timmy's strapped up to a bunch of bombs and shit and nitrous and all this shit. So they or they got to go after him. So they go after him, and this is where we start to get some. Some prime Timmy comedy, right? Because you can hear Timmy yelling, Turner! as he's taking off. <laughs> and then they do a speed parody with Timmy where they're like talking about, we got to get Timmy off that wheelchair. No, why not? Well, if we, we've got him, it's weight sensitive. Okay, well, we got to get him to slow down. No, if it drops below five miles, the car will go off. They're like, oh my God. So... <laughs> Uh, a chick ends up getting like picked up on Timmy's wheelchair and she's freaking out. So they're like going five miles an hour. And then the ATF drops in with the helicopter. Calm down, ma'am. Calm down. Oh my God. Oh my God. And uh, he has her check the uh, time and all that and finds out that the speed, they've only got 20 minutes left. Before the battery's gonna die, and if the battery dies, then apparently Timmy could die. So, bye bye, Timmy. Timmy. So, this goes on. You know, we at one point Kenny is even like trying to help with the ATF. He volunteers, gets on one of those bungees in a go kart, and like he he passes. Go, go, go. Are you ready? Yeah, Yeah, okay, go. So like Kenny gets launched off and then like he passes Timmy, flips over and ends up getting drug across the asphalt. And I liked it. We didn't get a, oh my God, they killed Kenny. We just get a stand going, well, who didn't see that coming? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, he was right. Who didn't really see that coming? So it's at this point that the, uh, if they tell the girl, the woman that the, it's only weight sensitive for the boy. So she jumps off. Oh, really? Oh, okay. So she jumps up. Ta-da! See you later. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Stay calm. You have to stay calm. What if we get off the chair? Close up! No, no. That's only if the boy gets off. Oh, see ya! Ta-da! Ten seconds, Hanson! Nine, eight, peace out, man! Six, five, got it! I think! Up, up! Ta-da! <laughs> the battery dies and boom the uh space time or the ripping space happens and timmy jumps into time <laughs> everyone's shocked whoa what's going on right uh so now at this point the next day miss chokes on dick is pissed right because the kid that tried to launch themselves through fucking space time and through her class so she goes back into the principal's office and before she enters the office they're all holding a bra or Prince of Victoria's holding a bra. It's like, she's like, oh, do you, do you think this will be too forward? And then <laughs> Chuck's on Dick walks in. She chucks it up in the air. Ah! And uh, she once again says, please, I have to know what happened. And Mr. Mackey explains, mm, okay, well, uh, Mr. Garrison was uh, fired uh, after joining NAMBA after, and then he was accused of trying to solicit sex from a young minor, uh, as well as, uh, he then uh, wrote a, a best-selling novel that did pretty well, uh, his first one. But then, uh, unfortunately for him, he won the uh, Gay Pulitzer Prize uh, for the gayest book ever. <laughs> and that sent him into a downward spiral. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, Ms. Chokes on Dick. Mr. Garrison had several, uh, emotional issues. He was a closet homosexual who hated gay people. Whenever someone asked him if he was gay, he'd go nuts. Then he was accused of trying to solicit sex from a young boy. After being dismissed from teaching, he went off to write romance novels. His first novel sold very well and everything was fun until he found out that his novel won the Gay Pulitzer Prize and was considered the best homoerotic novel since Huckleberry Finn. He finally snapped and had a nervous breakdown and went up into the mountains to live in solitude. Some say that on cold nights, you can still hear him moaning, I'm not gay, I'm not gay. So, uh, because of the, that, Miss Chokes on Dick convinces them to let, or, or no, Mr. Chef and Mr. Garrison say, or no, Chef says, uh, some nights you can, they say you can still hear Mr. Garrison yelling, I'm not gay, I'm not gay. Okay. And then it goes, and then it gets really faint, and you hear Mr. Garrison yelling, I'm not gay. <laughs> So I, it's at this point, Miss Chokes on Dick decides to go on a journey to find Mr. Garrison in order to learn how he dealt with the class. Now, he's gone into a self-imposed exile in the mountains after his romance novel, as we mentioned, won the gay Pulitzer Prize. Now, uh, she's all trying to convince him to help her. And Mr. Garrison's like, <laughs> stay away. And uh, eventually, you know, he's all trying to – he's kind of acting like um, – a little bit of that uh, Star Wars side, right? Luke Skywalker, Yoda, that older master here in the mountains, old gritty man. Yeah. Grease to help Miss Chokes on Dick for $200. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, uh, this, of course, as you pointed out, Joe, in the notes here, that was a parody of Luke Skywalker confronting his dark sire in The Empire Strikes Back, this whole scene, right? Yeah. And well, when he was confronting his gay side, yeah. Right, when he confronts his gay side, it ends up being a full uh, Empire Strikes Back parody. Now, they, they jump over, and they're like, damn it, you know, Tim, we jump back over to the kids, and the kids are pissed. They're like, damn it, we didn't get to travel back in time. Timmy's probably living it up right now in prehistoric times. And fucking, you see Timmy, like, running away from a Triceratops, yelling, Timmy! And like the Triceratops, the legs aren't even really moving. It's kind of just doing like the teetering thing back and forth. (laughs) So we now the kids are trying to convince the Star Trek geeks once again to build another time machine. So they go to the first one, and the first one uh, says that he'd love to, but all his but Pizza Face has moved out with all his equipment. Mm-hmm. And got into a fight. What'd you get into a fight over? Well, we got into an argument because he thinks there's uh, 72 episodes of Star Trek, and I say there's 73 because the one episode was a two part episode, so that counts as two episodes. Uh, blah blah blah. So the boys eventually convince him, though, look, if you guys help us build another time machine, you can go back to the past and ask the creator of Star Trek how many episodes there really were. And the guy goes, my God, you're right. That's <laughs> 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 like a real thing. My God, you're right. <laughs> so they walk out and Butters is like, what a bunch of nerds. They don't even really know that that actual two-part episode was really the pilot. So it was technically reuse itself. And they're all like looking at Butters like, what? Are you fucking? 
God, these guys are such geek dumbasses. I know. Yeah, they don't even realize that the menagerie originally was the pilot and later got split up into two episodes. <laughs> Is it dumbasses? Wait a minute, I've got it. What? Dude, if you guys build another time machine, you can travel back in time and ask the creator of Star Trek how many episodes there were. Dear Jesus, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> when Butters dropped that, I was like, oh, fuck, dropping the like, just, just like mic drop right there. Shout out to the Star Trek podcast, which is also on Hami Media Group podcast, the Academy podcast with Triple D, Demetrius Zordo, who is also the order of Zordos Olive Oil, the finest Zordos Greek artisan olive oil, and our boy John and Wright, big fan of the show. So check them out. But yes, there are a lot of Star Trek references here, and we'll drop them all here later in the pop culture and trivia section. We go back to the mountains now with Miss Chokes on Dick, and she's now training with Mr. Garrison. She, she's, like, got books on her head and shit. She's doing the whole fucking Tai Chi, Tai Chi, karate, <laughs> stereotypical training so montage scene. And fucking, uh, you know, Mr. Garrison's yelling at her like a, t- a normal kid would to, to try and test her. Uh, I don't want to do my homework, teacher. I don't have to do my homework. Suck my balls. But, teacher, I don't want to do my math problems. Uh, uh, you will do them or else you'll be in very big trouble. Well, I'm not going to do it, teacher. You can just suck my balls. Don't use that kind of language, young man. No. No? Look, you can't counter a profane command with an idle threat. You must extinguish it with a vulgar suggestion. When a child says, suck my balls, you say, present them. Ooh. Now, let's try it again. Suck my balls. Present them. Good. Very good. You're ready to move on to the next level. But I warn you, we will now be diving deep into your own saggy. These children know what scares you, and so we too must face those demons. I'm ready. I'm not afraid. You will be. You will be. (coughs) You will be. And uh, then Garrison points out the fact that you cannot, um, what is it? You cannot rebuttal a offensive aggression essentially with a defensive. You have to go back on the offense. This is essentially what he says here, and I'll cut to it. Basically, by you can't get defensive. If someone says "suck my balls," you can't say "oh, oh, oh." You got to be aggressive on the front. Okay, we'll present them, bitch. And that's essentially what Mr. Garrison teaches. Present them. Present them. And he's like, good. And uh, next up, he tells her that she will have to, uh, you know, encounter her dark side. And uh, she's all like, I'm ready for it. And uh, he's like, you will be. You will be scared. You <coughs> sorry, I had, I had something in my throat there. Uh, so that was, of course, the the Yoda reference. Uh, you will be scared. I can handle it. I'm not scared of anything. You will be. You will. <coughs> sorry. <laughs> so now, Miss Chokes on Dick goes into the cave, right? Mm-hmm. And she walks into the cave, and there's nothing in there. And so she has her own epiphany that she's got the power within herself to do it all along, right? So it kind of makes you think, okay, it's just a metaphor. She walks out. Mr. Garrison's still on the other side, begins to grow impatient. And he's like, hello, are you still in there? 
hey, I'll take it. It's how long. So he goes inside, and the doors of the tree close up. And now Mr. Garrison has encountered his gay side. It's me, but your gay side. <laughs> you aren't real. You can't be. It is me, your darkest fear, your gay self incarnate. What do you want? I want you to not fight me anymore, to accept me once and for all. Why? Don't you see? All these years, your pain, your confusion, it comes from one place, your denial of who you are, of who we are. But I'm not gay. Everyone just thinks I am. Oh, stop it. What about the time you looked at Counselor Mackey's penis in the men's locker room? I was just comparing size for seven minutes. Uh -uh. And what about the time you masturbated to the men's 100-meter swimming relay at the Olympics? I was beating off to the chags. There were no chags. Oh, damn, you spirit haunt me no longer. And eventually, uh, you know, through uh, the fact that, remember that one time you looked at Mr. Mackey, his penis is in the bathroom? I, I was just comparing sizes for six minutes. Ah! <laughs> oh. Remember that one time you masturbated to the men's Olympic polo? I was jacking off the chicks. There was no chicks! <laughs> <laughs> Why do you haunt me, spirit? <laughs> So eventually, though, Mr. Garrison comes to the conclusion, yes, he is gay. He screams it, I'm gay. I'm gay! And it feels good. There was no chance. <laughs> there was no chance. So Mr. Garrison finally comes out to himself here. Now we go back to the classroom. Mrs. Chokes on Dick uh, uses, uh, has to use Gar Garrison's method here because the boys, once again, are like, ha-ha, ha-ha, shira, shira, you are a teacher, because he's like, shuck my mouth! And like he jumps up on the, on the desk again and nobody does it. Uh, yes, seriously, tell me we're going to do this. Yes. All right, children, I hope you all did your... What is going on now? Ha ha, teacher, we're traveling back in time to third grade. God damn it, you guys, you seriously said this time you'd snap into it with me. Oh, good gravy, not this again. Yes, we've had a new time machine built. This one out of a simple microwave oven and a duck. <laughs> Au revoir, teacher. Perhaps we shall see you in the past. Ha ha, gentlemen. Children, I will have order! I can't wait for Gene Roddenberry to tell you how wrong you are! It's like when you said there were no two-parters of Battlestar Galactica. There weren't! The episode called Guns on Ice Planet Zero was a two-parter! No, it wasn't! Oh, son of a bitch. I'll kill you! There it is! Come on, everybody! Children, get back into your seats! No way, lady! Eric, I mean it! You can suck my balls! Present them. What? You said suck my balls. Well, go ahead. Whip them out, and I'll suck them. That, that's what Mr. Garrison would have said. Touche, teacher. Touche. Uh, so he announces that they're going to go back to the past, this time with the rubber chicken and a microwave. And uh, <laughs> they get it going. They get the portal open. And the teacher... Uh, so sit down, you're not going anywhere. And as they're leaving, we're leaving. See you later, teacher. Shack my ass. And teacher says, present them. And Stan's like, what? What? what, what did, and Kyle's like, what did she say? And you heard me. Whip them out. You said suck my balls. Whip them out. I'll suck them right now. <laughs> and then Stan's like, that's something Mr. Garrison would say. <laughs> and then Garvin, what did you say, teacher? You say. <laughs> uh, 
So the Miss Chokes on Dick gives a very heartfelt speech about going back, how you don't need to go back to the past if you had a good year, which, by the way, third grade in the last three seasons may not have been the best. So they might have been able to go back and rewrite some shit. She don't know mm-hmm. shit, so I don't know why she took that. Secondly, Cartman got his fucking kidney stolen, so that would have been my argument. Nah, fuck you, bitch. I got my kidney stolen. I'm going back and getting that shit. And then eventually, the boys blame Cartman. Now, all Cartman did was sing a song, okay? It was Stan and Kyle who came up with the idea for time travel. But then they blamed it on fucking Cartman. And Cartman, once again, gets blamed for something that's not intentionally his fault. He just broke out with a song and dance. Wish I was still there. Hey, that's it. We gotta go back to third grade. How? We travel back in time. Oh, yeah, time travel. Well, how are we going to do that? Does it hurt? I don't want to do it if it hurts or if it makes you get all sticky. It can't be that bad. People do it on TV all the time. Yeah, we just have to find somebody who knows how to do it. Or what about those two college guys next door to me? They're always doing science experiments in their basement. Yeah, if there's a way to travel back in time, those two dogs will know how. However, they are convinced to not go back from the past. Timmy shows up, <laughs> and they're like, whoa. And Timmy's got, like, all this memorabilia and shit, postcards you know, lays and shit like that. And they're like, man, I, Timmy's been through, looks like Timmy's been through all about through time. I bet he's got so many stories. And Timmy goes, ah, uh, uh, today. Today. so, mm-hmm. so uh, that's how that portion of that episode ends. Then the final por- uh, scene here is we see Mr. Garrison returning to school and we see Mr. Mackey, chef and principal Victoria all hanging out in the office and he runs in and he tells them, that he's gay and they're like what and he's like i'm gay i'm gay and they're like you admit it you admit it well good job mr Ma- good job mr garrison you finally came to turn on your real self i'm good i'm good and yeah and it feels good and, and if i if and, and if it's okay with you i think i'd like to go back to teaching the third grade and then miss victoria goes oh no uh, we don't hire gay people <laughs> I'm sorry, we don't hire gay people. And then they all break out into laughter. Obviously, she's being sarcastic. Yes, Mr. Mackey. I'm sorry, Mr. Garrison's got a frowny face as the episode ends, mm. and that's how we go off the air. So that <laughs> full recap. Hey, uh, uh, Ian. Uh, sorry. Do you? <laughs> do you know where I can get a cool t-shirt? Uh, yeah, actually, I do, my brother. Check it out at bakedboysclub.com for all that apparel that you need. Baked Boys? Big Boys, yeah, bakedboysclub.com, guys. You can go there for all your awesome, like, uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, and, like, you'll see some t-shirts and hats. Dude, they got this box. You get a mystery box. It's like 30 bucks, bro, and you get a bunch of t-shirts, what? Hats, no way, bro. like, Baked Boys. So, like, for all your apparel needs, go to Baked Boys, dot, Baked Boys Club, <laughs> Baked Boys Club, and get yourself some stuff, and you'll be baked. And if you use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD, you're going to get 15% off your order. So, like, even if you're baked, and when you make an order, we're going to save you some money. So, visit thebakeboysclub.com. Again, that's thebakeboysclub.com. Bakeboysclub.com. Use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD. Baked Boys, not just a brand. It's like a lifestyle. And now, we're going to get into... What did Kenny say? <laughs> what did 
can't say. What did Kenny say? That's right. Back for another edition of What Did Kenny Say? Of course, I want to thank our sponsors, thefakeboysclub.com. Visit thefakeboysclub.com. Use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD and save 15% all of your cannabis-related athletic and apparel wear. Anyway, what did Kenny say, guys, here? So a couple of different lines here. A little short. Kenny didn't have a lot of lines just as much as he didn't have in the last episode, but he had a couple, at least a couple one-liners here. Uh, first one was when the teacher walks in, the new teacher, Miss Chokes on Dick, she says, uh, uh, now students, welcome to the fourth grade. And uh, Kyle, and then all of a sudden you see her breast hanging down to her knees, and Kyle goes, holy God, dude. And uh, now I know that the lines here that we looked up, Kenny says, those titties are fucking huge. Watching this back, I feel like Kenny also says, holy shit. Like, I feel like he actually goes, holy shit, those titties are fucking huge. Yeah, I think so, too. So he says that. um, And then later on, we see uh, Kenny set on a dolly, as we mentioned, with the uh, ATF guy, Hanson. The same ATF people are back from the two guys naked in a hot tub episode. Uh, Hanson, uh, all right, young man. When you get underneath the wheel cable, I want you to really, I want you to really back to me with this walkie-talkie, and then I'll be able to t- tell you what wires to cross. Are you ready? And Kenny's like, "Yes, sir." Go below. And then Kenny gets on the dolly, makes his way down. He's flying across, and then Kenny flies by, <laughs> and he goes, "Hi, guys." <laughs> and uh, he goes, "Uh oh," as he passes by. And then he falls over, and then he goes, oh, I'm okay. But then the winch starts to suddenly yank him back, and, uh, you know, he yells out, I'm okay. And then it just switches to the camera of uh, Kenny being spread across the asphalt right in front of Stan, Kyle, and Carmen, to which we made mention Stan says, well, who didn't see that coming? And that's what Kenny said. There you go. So that's very short and sweet, Scoop. So why don't we jump into this a trivia? Why don't you lay it down for us, buddy? This is the first appearance of Mrs. Miss Chokes on Dick. This is also the first episode to feature the, the 2000 Comedy Central logo at the end, which would last all, all the way to Cream Fresh. Cafeteria Fresh. Cream Fresh. Cafeteria Fresh. Oh. Fuck hey, yeah. You fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. You got the Food Network for just $9.99 a minute. Are you going to pull that roast out? Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I may baste it up with its own juices. Yeah, you can baste it. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Randy! Randy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting in the closet. Mr. Mackey has many lines in this episode, but he says in K only once. I don't know. I think he says it a couple times, doesn't he? Oh, I went back and watched it this morning. And he only says it like the one line. Okay. <laughs> He says it during. He, he only says it during the one time when he's explaining uh, Mrs. Jokes on Dick's tits. Yeah, it's not good. Good. Oh. Yeah. No, it's not, Chef. <laughs> 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 well, 
Oh, I, I forgot also at the end of that scene after he sees him, he's choked on dick for the first he time. He throws up. Chef throws up. <laughs> Dude, did they edit it on HBO Max? Did you notice the edit? What? No. I think they edited the, the up, up, up. Did they edit the boot part or is that what he threw up to? Did I miss that part and I just blocked that out of my mind? You missed no, you blocked slip. it There's out. Missing. Yeah, There's, it's There's a big old nip slip. That's what okay. makes it's Chef throw up. Yeah, no, I know it's there. I just didn't know. <laughs> they edited oh no, it was totally there. I saw it there. This it. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I blocked it out. Then good right. for you. I I'm jealous. <laughs> Cartoon nipples or not, they just did not need to be seen. This episode heralds the first major change in the opening sequence. After starting off with the original segment of various pieces of scenery and character coming in from off screen, the words fourth grade burst out of the ground and the new sequences begin. The new sequence include an updated theme song, 3D computer generated models of the four main characters and Timmy for some reason, promise of updated Promises of updated walk cycles and more explosions and various clips of previous episodes were in the background throughout. This intro was used until season five, episode Kimmy Dads. Yeah, something that I found interesting either was through an interview or extras on the DVD. I remember them talking about this. The reason why they wanted to update with this is right after season three, when they got renewed again, they got a big fat payday. So they were like, fuck yeah. We're going to go all out and make this fucking kick-ass intro with the explosions and shit. That's mm-hmm. why you see all that. So, like, I want to say they had gone on record saying that they had spent, like, at least 10 to 20% of the budget on this fucking intro at the time. It's fucking amazing. Just because they were like, yep, we're going to do 3D generated. I want huge explosions. That's fucking amazing. That's basically why we got that uh, intro. We, I, like, I always thought it was kind of tongue-in-cheek to begin with, but knowing that makes it even better. Well, it's like when Family Guy finally gets that big – when they finally got that big payday, I think mm-hmm. when it was like four, four to five years ago, and they did that episode, they were like, we finally got a bunch of money. We could do this. <laughs> or uh, They made the same joke in one of the uh, Star Wars episodes where like they have the pink elephant prancing across. They're like, you know how much that elephant just cost? Sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> it's Fox's money. We don't care. Right. <laughs> this is also to date the only time the theme song style has changed, and Kenny's lines haven't. The other two changes in season six, where Kenny was absent, and season eleven have both involved Kenny's line changing too. This episode references a geek debate attempting to determine how many episodes of Star Trek exist. The debate centers on the status of the episode, the menagerie. Menagerie. In this episode only, Miss Chokes on Dick speaks in a British-like accent. Despite coming from Denver, it's possible that she might originally be from United Kingdom, but has lived in Denver for some time. I kind of noticed that. Yeah, that's funny. It is... Super nanny. I was just gonna say, why do you have to be a nanny? Why do you love to? Why don't you have your own? No, is it because you? Is it because your your vagina's all dried up over the years? No, that's too convenient. Never, never, convenient. never, never a bride. I was a bridesmaid. <laughs> 
it is strange that Kenny laughs at Stan's alteration to Miss Chokesondick's name, Miss Makes Me Sick, and not her actual name, given his perverted sense of humor. Also, uh, I don't know if it's in here, but Timmy does. Oh, no, you're about to say it. Go ahead. And the creator's commentary, Matt Stone, mentions that the two geeks are based on the system administrators who work on the show, J.J. Franzen and Sean Lavergy. Timmy's, whose vocabulary has previously appeared to be restricted to his own name, in this episode managed to expand his vocabulary to... Please help me. Please help me. When he's talking to the ATF guy. Help me. Please help me. Help me. The Geek's Room is littered with aliens from other episodes, including a toy Marklar, as well as a poster of the South Park alien and spooky fish on their door. Marklar? (laughs) Marklar? Marklar. 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 These Marklar want to take your Marklar and make it their own Marklar. For once, Mr. Marklar has to go to Mr. Marklar for someone else for Marklar, so he calls in Marklar to help with the Marklar. Was that Marklar with you? For once, Mr. Mackey. For once, Mr. You know what? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> We're not even letting you get through this shit. <laughs> He's got like five more things. Like, motherfuckers, I want to read this shit. <laughs> I've been up since 2 a.m. Oh. I was watching the Nikkei all day, and it's down. Uh, for once, Mr. Mackey has to go to someone else for help with counseling. He called Chef in for help with Principal Victoria. <laughs> but This episode hints at the possibility that Stan is aware of Kenny's tendency to die. However, this was disproven in Mysterion Rises. Try to fucking remember. (laughs) I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. (laughs) A poster of the alien in the beginning of the episode, Spooky Fish, is seen on the Star Trek geek's door. (laughs) After Miss Chokesondick left Principal Victoria's office, Chef vomited while his head is facing in a different direction, rather than the front or back of the first time. This is the last episode where Mona Marshall voices Wendy Testerberger before she's replaced by Eliza J. Schneider for the rest of season four throughout the season. Through season seven. Joe, take us away with some pop culture. There are various references to the Star Trek franchise arguing about the two-part episode, The Menagerie, and whether it is considered one continuous episode or two separate episodes. On the refrigerator, there is a sticker that says, Beam Me Up, referring to Captain James Kirk's catchphrase, Beam Me Up, Scotty. The geeks have the phrase resistance is futile on their t-shirts, a reference to the catchphrase used by the Borg in Star Trek The Next Generation. The two theories of time travel that the geeks present to the boys are based on ideas from Spock from the original Star Trek and Lieutenant Commander Data from Next Generation. One of the geeks mentions that the Enterprise traveled back in time four times and almost didn't make it back each time. The episode also parodies Empire Strikes Back with Garrison acting like Yoda while training while training Miss Chokes on Dick with how to cha- handle the children. Garrison even speaks in a Yoda-like voice for just a moment, which we are pointed out. <laughs> Cartman says, "Haha, Sharad, you are to Miss Chokes on Dick a reference to 
Pink's Pink Floyd's song Pigs, three different ones. The situation with Timmy unable to stop the wheelchair or get off of it is a parody of Speed. The five mile an hour <laughs> reference may be a nod at an episode of the popular UK comedy Father Ted. The Yo, shout out to our European peeps. Yep, yep. The duct tape to the microwave is possibly a reference to the Brave Little Toaster goes to Mars. <laughs> you know we're going to Mars. You know who else is taking us to Mars? Eli Elon Musk. Pop of Musk. Doge, baby. We're making a rally right now. I'm watching this momentum and it's mm. shifting up. So and, and it's 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 market wide. So I think a lot of those new buyers are coming in, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. There is a poster on the geeks wall which says Lena and has a woman holding a circular object. This is an obvious parody of the t television series Xena, Warrior Princess, and her weapon, the Chakra. The obese Star Trek geek resembles Edgar Jomfrew from Metalocalypse. There, well, no, that would be Edgar Jomfrew from Metalocalypse resembles the obese Star Trek geek because this was far before Metalocalypse. Um, I had that out of order, I guess. There's a picture of Kathy Lee Gifford on a bookshelf in Principal Victoria's office. The geeks get into another fight when discussing another science fiction show, Battlestar Galactica, and a two-part episode, The Gun on Ice Planet Zero. All right, and then to wrap things up, our continuity here, of course, Cartman has previously asked Mr. Garrison, how would you like to check my bowels? In the movie, bigger, longer, um, cut. And at that point, he did not reply to present them. He just uh, sent him to the What did you say? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, and then, of course, Cartman also says, uh, as you mentioned, Ha ha, Sherrod, you are. He That was, of course, used in the Cat Orange episode with Shelley. Ha ha. Shelley, uh, And Shelley. it will be used again later in Scott Tannerman Must Die when we get to season Five. All right, let's get into our top likes and dislikes. Joe, you got the first couple. Take us away. Um, Butters, like, needing to specify whether or not they were going to show their dicks <laughs> and the whole little fruit bowl thing. Uh, are we going to give her a little fruit bowl? Uh, no, Butters. I, I think showing her our backsides will be sufficient. <laughs> um, during... Uh, Cartman's music montage about the third grade. We used to draw with glue or whatever the line was. And right. like Cartman makes the cow and then they go over to Kenny's drawing and it's a, it's a murderous clown. Like with <laughs> someone's head cut off and another dead body. It's just. It, That's the foreshadowing of the Mexican Joker. That too. And it just kind of tickled my fancy. It, it made me laugh. And then the entire training scene, all the training scenes with Garrison and Chokes on Dick, where she's like climbing the mountains and that, yeah, all of it is just hilarious. Tomba, Tomba? Uh, pretty much everything that Joe said, and then the nip slip causing Chef to vomit, <clears throat> and then the two nerds fighting over how many episodes of Star Trek there are. And I actually had that down originally, and Butter's response of, uh, that's funny, because he talks <laughs> about the menagerie being the uh, 
being the pilot. Mm-hmm. That's that's fucking hilarious. All right, and then I put here uh, Timmy in general throughout this whole episode. I thought was just hilarious. Um, I thought that was a good sense of humor, and he let he added in specific scenes, and they were just quick. Timmy, help me! So I thought that was uh, some good stuff there. Um, what else did I like? I liked the chick that was on the wheelchair with him. Ah, oh my god, help me! Uh, shoot, that was that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I like that Mr. Garrison taught Miss Chokes on Dick how to battle the suck my balls catchphrase. So, um, you know, there you go. Present them. And then I thought it was funny that it ended with them laughing at him because it's it's so out of place now to laugh at. But back in 2000, it, it was funny because if you think about it, just between friends, that them ending by saying we can't hire you because you're gay. Uh, which back then a lot of people would have done that. They wouldn't have hired you because you were gay. In fact, this whole episode is really a, a, a strong candidate itself about somebody coming out and facing their sexuality. Um, you know, we'll get even further here in with the the seven curse words, the seven, the seven, the uh, nine mm-hmm. of a hundred shits. <laughs> you have spoken the grounds of curse. Now we must use the ringstone on Gelden. Typical oh, Americans. Yeah. <laughs> Typical <laughs> Americans believe a word of curse doesn't mean it's oh, curse. See, I guess I told you, me crab is a good man. Um, So, yeah, so uh, we'll get to that, of course. But, yes, uh, a lot of good stuff here, guys. But that's going to do it for another edition of Check My Balls. Last thing we'll ask, as we usually do, Scoop was this in Scoop's Top 50. Uh, no. Was this in the scoops top 100? Yeah. Okay, this was in the scoops. Top no, top 150. Top 150. Top 150. Okay, Joe, was this in your top 50? Yeah. It was in JV's top 50. All right, and it's in my top 100. So that's kind of a good, good assessment. There we all, you know, kind of have different points. So good stuff there, guys. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for another edition of Shit My Bash right here on the Litany of Freaking Networks. Of course, shout out to our host, HamiMediaGroup.Potme.com, RatSaladReview.com, and the R&R Pod Network. You can download this and every other podcast on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, Stitcher, Spreaker, my mom's cast, TouchCast, BreakerCast, Overcast, Anywhere and everywhere, as well as you can also listen to it on YouTube, thanks to Spreaker, who posts that for us there. I'm your host on the scene of the year is clean. I'm lighting up green, your boy, MSG. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer. Don't forget to check out Light the Fuse podcast and AEW review podcast each and every week with myself, Ben Hameen, and Chris Silvio live on Ben Hameen's YouTube and Hameen Media Group YouTube, as well as then syndicated on hackerhameen.podbean.com. Of course, you can also check out the New Force Order podcast. It's a Star Wars podcast, the podcast that I edit. That's up right now on HackerOutMe.Podbean.com, as well as visit our sponsor, TheBakeBoysClub.com. Use the code SuckMyBallsPod. Say 15% off all your purchases, and you can look as dope and as fresh as us as we're all sporting our Suck My Balls Pod gear, except for Scoop, who will get his when he sends me my Sega Saturn game. So go ahead and go to Suck My Balls. Go ahead and use the code Suck My Balls. Pod the code at the Big Boys Club. 
Joe, anything to say before we go? No, no, not right now, no. Scoop is taking a bite out of some cake. And uh, we love you. So I guess we're done for the day because he's on mute. Thanks mm-hmm. so much for another edition. Of I did Sick. send it, fucker. <laughs> you did? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've been on mute the whole time. You've been on mute the Damn whole it. Time. <laughs> I just switched over to the screen because I was looking at the dog. So you're probably like sitting there looking like, this fucking asshole. Fuck you. I fucking sent it. Suck my balls. Yeah, he pretty yeah. much was. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fuck you, Scoop. I, I I sent it, bro. And well, he's eating some cake now. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I'm about to about to go ahead. You're like, you're muted. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there we go. Apparently, I am getting it. So we will send out Scoop his shirt. Uh, that's it for another edition of Suck My Balls. If you'd like, you can uh, chat with Scoot on Instagram at Macon Bacon Scoop or something. Top about Macon Bacon. Just go to our Suck My Balls on Instagram. You'll see his handle there. Okay, I'm out. I'm Matthew Schaefer. Thanks for coming back for another edition of Shack. Bows. Brought to you by Big Boys Club. <laughs>